You're now listening to Self-Dialogue with your host, Penelope, right here on 88.9 The Bridge at 4 p.m. every Tuesday. I talk about social media, study habits, and also get the chance to speak with a lot of my friends and people I look up to. Every week is something new, so you'll learn something new every week. This is Self-Dialogue. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of Self-Dialogue. This is Penelope and it's episode number four today. I have quite the topic to discuss, procrastination. Let's be real, everyone does it, some more than others, but it is quite a struggle. So just from a personal standpoint, I feel like procrastination has definitely ruined a lot of things for me. Um, Whenever I have homework to do, I always seem to be putting it off because I would obviously much rather do something else in the moment then, you know, do this English assignment or this math assignment. And I always seem to put those off to the last minute. I'm not the type of person that, you know, procrastinates so much that ends up turning things in late. I just definitely cut it close to the deadline or, you know, I have first period off. So a lot of times I will put off homework if I know I can do it the next morning before my other classes. Um, And I always seem to be having those distractions around me. Obviously, the number one distraction is technology. And I feel like a lot of people can agree with that. Um, For me personally, there's, you know, social media. Then there's Netflix. I started watching a new TV show and I'm so into it that I've just, I keep on a watch. I like just want to watch another episode. And I'm like, no, you can't do that. You need to do your homework first. And I just want to get into that habit of thinking like, if I finish my homework right now, then my reward and the way that I celebrate will be, you know, watching an episode of my favorite show and so on. Another thing that procrastination 100% affects, and it's kind of like a cycle, which I'll also talk a little bit about at the end, but is mental health. Mental health is part of the cycle of procrastination. For me, I definitely see myself, you know, one night I am procrastinating my homework. I end up doing it the last minute. And then that just puts more of a load on what I need to do the next day. And, you know, I'm I'm busy already. So just adding that load on top is just not helpful whatsoever. And it adds to a lot more stress. So I think of it as more procrastination equals more stress. And one thing just leads to another. I, you know, if I get my homework done early then I definitely think to myself like, oh, now I can just finally relax. Now I can, you know, put all the studying to the side and really think about, you know, myself. I've had a long day today. Let me do something that makes me happy. And something else I also want to touch on is, you know, procrastination doesn't seem to stop. And a lot of times, you know, people can identify when they are procrastinating it's just a matter of stopping that cycle and it's really hard because you realize you're doing it but and like you know that you're wasting time and that you shouldn't be wasting time but you can't seem to stop yourself and that is where the cycle begins it's you know what you're doing and you know how it's affecting you because you've done it so many times and you've realized and you've like felt the drawbacks but at the end of the day you need to you know, it's all about stopping yourself. And I feel like that's the hard part of procrastination is just figuring out how to stop yourself from doing it. So there's this video from Ted Ed on YouTube and it's called Why You Procrastinate Even When It Feels Bad. And I feel like this really dives deep into why we do it and 
hopefully can help people as well to understand why they do it. So here's a little clip from that. But why do we keep procrastinating even when we know it's bad for us? To be clear, putting something off isn't always procrastinating. Responsible time management requires deciding which tasks are important and which ones can wait. Procrastination is when we avoid a task we said we would do for no good reason, despite expecting our behavior to bring negative consequences. Obviously, it's irrational to do something you expect to harm you. But ironically, procrastination is the result of our bodies trying to protect us, specifically by avoiding a task we see as threatening. When you realize you need to write that report, your brain responds like it would to any incoming threat. Your amygdala, a set of neurons involved in emotional processing and threat identification, releases hormones, including adrenaline, that kick off a fear response. This stress-induced panic can overpower the impulses from your prefrontal cortex, which typically help you think long-term and regulate your emotions. And it's in the midst of this fight-flight-or-freeze response that you decide to handle the threat by avoiding it in favor of some less stressful task. So as you can hear from that video clip, which I loved, by the way, um, it has to, you know, it's all connected to your brain. And I actually learned this in psychology. And as it mentioned in the video, your amygdala is the fight or flight response in your brain. And the amygdala was used, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago when people were first developing and it was mainly used to recognize a threat and then immediately go into this fight or flight response to help you stay away from that threat and make sure that you're not put into a situation that you don't want to be. Obviously this amygdala has evolved over time with humans as well and you know maybe the threat isn't as threatening as you know, it was hundreds and hundreds of years ago, but a threat to you is still, you know, something that you don't want to do. So even as simple as like an essay for a class that you have, that might be something, you know, that might be considered something that you don't want to do. So then your amygdala finally goes off in your brain and it's think of it as like a, a you know, an alarm, like a blinking light, a blinking red light in your brain. And from that, your amygdala is able to take over all the other parts of your brain and able to say, you know, this is not what you want to do right now, so let's resort to something else. For example, you know, watching your favorite show on Netflix. This response might seem extreme. After all, it's just a deadline, not a bear attack. But we're most likely to procrastinate tasks that evoke negative feelings, such as dread, incompetence, and insecurity. Studies of procrastinating university students have found participants were more likely to put off tasks they perceived as stressful or challenging. And the perception of how difficult the task is increases while you're putting it off. In one experiment, students were given reminders to study throughout the day. While they were studying, most reported that it wasn't so bad. But when they were procrastinating, they consistently rated the idea of studying as very stressful, making it difficult to get started. So as said in the video, um, studying can be seen as something very stressful um, for most students. And school in general, for me personally, is definitely the main 
um, area of stress that I have. And it's definitely what brings me the most stress in my life. Um, so just thinking about things that evolve or things that revolve around school, a hundred percent stress me out, whether it be homework, studying, even if it might be like the easiest homework assignment, because I relate that to stress, that's something that still, you know, school stresses me out. So a homework assignment is related to school and therefore I am stressed out for that assignment. And so ultimately what this video is talking about is something called the procrastination cycle. And I'm looking at this link from Boys State University and it says five ways to stop procrastinating. And there's a photo of the procrastination cycle here and you start by procrastinating, then that leads to feeling guilty, then that leads to panic, then that leads to making excuses, and then you're back to procrastinating. So procrastination, guilty, panic, excuses. That is that cycle that just keeps going over and over again. So looking at the website, the number one thing that it says that can help people stop procrastinating is reducing the number of decisions you need to make throughout the day. To quote, it says, every decision we make has an energy consequence. If you wake up in the morning and you need to ask yourself, what do I need to do today? You're about to procrastinate a lot of your day. If you approach each new day without having given thought to what you want it to look like ahead of time, then you'll waste a large portion of your energy thinking about what you need to do. So just to kind of summarize this, it also gives some example like, you know, thinking, should I go to the gym today or tomorrow? And that's giving yourself a decision. So more thinking of it as like, you know, I'm going to do this today. I'm going to do that. Not like, should I do this or should I do that? Number two, it says finish your day before it starts. This tip picks up where tip number one leaves off. The best decision you can make towards avoiding procrastination is to plan your days in advance. Rather than frantically figuring out what you'll do on any given day, a better way to approach your day would be to take a few minutes at the end of each day to quickly map out the following day. And I do this a little bit. What I've found helpful is I kind of do this with like reminders of what I need to do that day. So for example, before I go to bed each night, I'll have like a sticky note next to my bed or a piece of paper. And on that sticky note, I'll write down like things that I don't want to forget for the next day. Because for me personally, I wake up super early. I wake up at 5.30 almost every single morning. And usually at 5.30 in the morning, I don't really have the energy to think about things. So writing down on that sticky note, like what I need to do that day or things that I need to take with me to school or whatnot, um, is actually really helpful and I 100% recommend. I also used to do this thing with my sister where we would write down a schedule. So especially during the weekends when we know we have a lot of homework to do, we would just grab a piece of paper and on it we would almost create like a checklist or a to-do of like homework assignments that we need to complete so that when you go down that list, you're able to check off what you did. And it can even be like the most simple thing, not even homework assignments. It could be like, you know, taking a shower. Like that's one thing that I want to get done today. And just like I've heard this from other people as well, being able to check off what you're doing is really satisfying for some people. And so if that helps you, then 100% recommend because it definitely helps me just checking off things as I go. So tip number three, it says the nothing alternative, and I'll put that in quotes. Um, the nothing alternative is a tip for avoiding procrastination that was coined by an influential crime fiction novelist named Raymond Chandler. 
He used it as a way to avoid procrastination on his daily writing. Chandler had difficulty sitting down at the keyboard and cranking out a predetermined word count every day like some successful writers. So he developed another method for overcoming procrastination and getting himself to do work. He would set aside four hours every morning and give himself an ultimatum, write or do nothing at all. And honestly, I haven't tried this, but I think that this could be super helpful thinking about, uh, you know, you have to do this. And if you don't do it, then you're not going to do anything and you're just going to sit there. And that might seem a little, I guess, like aggressive for some people. But if, you know, you're a procrastinator and that's what helps for you, then 100% do it. And lastly, the last tip I'm going to talk about is the next action habit. Focus on something doable. Um, and this is from a book, but it says that figuring out your very next action for every given thing you're working on. It's one of the most powerful ideas in the book. Just figure out the next specific action you need to do in order to move closer to completion, then do it. So I think what it's trying to say is um, you have a certain task. For example, you know, um, getting this essay done by the deadline tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., So thinking about, okay, what is the first step I need to do to get that essay done? Okay, I'm going to get my laptop out of my backpack. That's step number one. Step number two, I'm going to open my laptop and I'm going to go to Google Docs and start writing. So just thinking about those little mini steps, sort of what I talked about before with the checklist, having that mental checklist or even written down and thinking like, I need to get this done. What do I need to do first in order to get there? So all four of these tips are definitely something that I want to start implementing in my life because I am a procrastinator, I'll admit, and I'm sure many people listening are as well. And so just being able to have these tips, you know, in the back of my mind and think since, you know, I'm able to recognize that I am procrastinating, also having these and thinking, okay, I know I'm procrastinating right now. I know I don't want to do this, but what can I do to actually help me move forward? So again, It's the ideas of having the mental checklist, um, you know, focusing on I'm going to do this or nothing else, finishing your day before it starts, writing down that schedule the day beforehand, and also reducing the number of decisions that you're making throughout your day and thinking of it more as tasks that need to be completed. So thank you again for tuning in to another episode of Self Dialogue with me, Penelope. Make sure to tune in next week at 4 p.m. You can listen to this podcast on 88.9 The Bridge or Spotify, so make sure to check it out. Every week is something new, so you'll learn something new every week and have a great rest of your day.